It's a funny thing about light. When you turn light on in a dark room, it doesn't chase the darkness and put it in a closet. It just does its thing and darkness goes away. So I'm grateful that you brought your light today because before you got here, this building was empty. The presence was here, but you brought the consciousness of God, the love, the joy, the peace, the service, the beauty that you make this building. And you're going to take it with you when you go, too. So, thank you. God is all as all. The one power, the only power. The omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresence everywhere. Divine intelligence. We are individual expression of this divine presence, this consciousness that we call God. We bring all the joy, the peace, the happiness with us here. We take it with we everywhere we go. The Father is always with us. As we seek the realization of the, the activity of the Spirit, the activity of God within us, we know that in Spirit there's liberty, there's freedom from, from lack, freedom from disharmony, freedom from discord. We are in the kingdom of heaven. We have the realization that God has given us his grace today. My grace, your grace. God has given us his stillness, his quietness, his confidence to live in this stillness and quietness. The Father and I are one. Father knows my need, and it's his good pleasure to give me, to give me the kingdom, the kingdom of his allness. And really the only prayer that I ask is that I share this allness with people who are seeking it, who are asking for it, and just become a vessel for, for this message, for this sharing to come through me. I give thanks to these words, to this knowledge that God and I want. Wherever I stand, God is. This is holy ground. And wherever we go, we make it. I release these words into the law. It is done. And so it is. So one of the assignments that the youth have had this past couple weeks is to journal about integrity, which has been our month-long theme. And so we have a couple of young people, I believe, uh, Ocean and Zaya, who, wanna, who are going to share with us about their, their discoveries about integrity. And so this is Ocean. So this week has kind of been a busy week because of all the things that have been going on, like homework and Civil Air Patrol stuff 
and things like that, and dance rehearsals for Capellia. So a lot of times there's, there's been a lot of days there hasn't been much time to do homework or things that I need to do to catch up on stuff. And there's lots, and in opposition, there are lots of opportunities to procrastinate. So one of my values that I chose for this week was diligence, the diligence and responsibility to, responsibility to do my work and not mess around. And that's some, that's one of the values that I've been working on this week. And, and the out, and the outcome was that I did, I did follow that for the most part. And I'm getting work done and catching up, but it takes focus and it takes concentration. And I have to not let myself stray from that path. There were two main values that I had to focus on, and as my brother pointed out, it's been a very busy week, and a lot of life, a lot of things in life can make us busy, and we may say that one day in particular we have a lot to do, but in reality there's always things to do, whether that be, oh, I never found the time to go clean this, or I never found the time to go talk to this person. There's always things to do. And so... My two values that I chose were selflessness, for one, so making sure that even though I have a lot of things on my mind and a lot of things that need to get done, making sure that I think about other people as well. And like, if somebody else needs help with something, maybe I can help them and find time to do something that may be less important in my life to do a bit later so that everybody can be happy and everybody can have what's served that they need to get done. The other value was honesty. So it kind of, it kind of ties in how I used it with Ocean's value of diligence, making sure that I'm honest about what I'm doing and when I'm doing and not (laughs) when I'm doing it and not procrastinating and not saying I'm doing one thing, but going over and doing another thing, just being honest in my life and having the values to uphold and being honest about upholding them, not sneaking off and doing something to the side and only showing the values when there's other people around because actually having values and having integrity with your values is making sure you're doing it even when nobody's watching. That's a lesson we could all take is, is doing your values when nobody's watching. Thank you. Do we have another of the youth we want to share? Or, or I know Greg has been doing this process also. So do you want to just briefly share about your discoveries around integrity? Ever since I uh, started this journey, um, one of the major, one of my major wants and needs was learning how to surrender. Surrender to this, this consciousness, this Christ consciousness within me. And I got my, I guess a good wake up call on the 25th of December. <laughs> when I um, went away for four days. I didn't see the tunnel or the light, but I, I went away. Uh, so one of my values is, is love, because the more you allow the love to come through you, the easier your life will be. And another one is life itself. Constantly moving, constantly growing, being a change agent. Um I was sitting around the house uh, studying and just staying in the house. And one of my 
I called him my soldiers, came to me and said, you're not doing anything. You ought to go out and do Uber Eats. So I said, ooh, that's too low for me. I'm a practitioner. <laughs> I didn't want to do that. And so, okay, I tried it. And my biggest lesson has came from doing Uber Eats. I meet so many great people who are great, who are happy to receive their food. And they, they show their gratitude. I cut a lot of people off and they give me the finger too, but I'm okay with that. <laughs> um, I got used to telling God where I wanted to go and what's the best service. And I didn't realize that the, the signal came like spirit and hit my phone. So I said, I had to stop telling God what to do and just, just go, just rest and be in surrender to the process. And I'm, I'm just serving a lot of people out there. And it's just amazing to see that, that when I just let go and surrender, just turn it loose and trust because I, I like to be in control. I guess most of us do in here. <laughs> well, some of us do in here, but, um, that was the biggest revelation of knowing that I've been taught how to be a human from for 64 circles on this earth. And now I'm developing that, that Christ consciousness within me. And it's, it's deeper than I expected. And it's more than I expected. Matter of fact, that was, it's pretty, the limits that I had set is very small compared to what I'm experiencing now. So, thank you. So today is the last day of the month. We're looking at, at integrity and we're looking at developing our inner life, developing our inner life. And so I want to start with a quote from Ernest Holmes who said, a change of consciousness does not come by simply willing or wishing. It is not easy to hold the mental attention to an ideal while human experience is discordant. Anybody experience that? Yeah. I think Ocean spoke to that and, and Zaya about the being diligent when there's all these other things pulling us. He says it's, it's not easy, but it is possible. Knowing the truth is not a process of self-hypnosis, but one of a gradual unfoldment of the inner self. Gradual unfoldment of our inner self. So today, with the help of our youth, we're going to have an experience of that. We're going to play with that unfolding process. Willing to play today? Willing to let your child out a little bit? Great. I hope so. Some of you are going, oh God, what's he going to ask us to do? Nothing terribly embarrassing. So... To get to this unfolding that wants to happen, we have to first remove what's in the way. Have you ever noticed? Sometimes you want to have something unfold and there's something else in the way. You know, a lot of us right now are, are involved in our, in our yards in cleaning up the winter debris so that the flowers of spring and summer can unfold. Yes? <clears throat> and so it's not that the flowers won't come up. They will. But it's a lot easier when the debris is out of the way, Right? And we get to enjoy the beauty sooner if the debris is out of the way, right? And so it's the same thing with our own flower that wants to unfold from within us. The enjoyment and, and the beauty, the appreciation of beauty are easier. So we're going to do a process where we're going to move into groups of about six to eight. There's, there's chairs uh, of eight that are set up there. And the youth are going to distribute themselves among the groups. So this is one of those where you don't get to sit in the pew all day. You're going to get up and join a group of eight people. Uh, in the in the groups of chairs that are in the back. So let's do that now.
Take a breath. Allow yourself to come to a place of silence. Allow yourself to go within. And to connect with that higher wisdom self within. And a way to do that is to just simply tell yourself, I'm willing to hear my higher wisdom self. Even if you don't even know what that is, I'm still willing to hear it. I loved Greg's analogy of it comes to us, it's always broadcasting, whether it's through our phones or through the air or through other people. I'm willing to hear my higher wisdom self. And then ask your higher wisdom self, what is, the, what is a flower that wants to unfold in my life now? Just what is a flower that's wanting to unfold, to reveal itself in my life now? Breathe that in. Ask your higher wisdom self one other question, and that is, And what is the debris that is in the way of that flower unfolding right now? What is it that may be sitting on top of that flower, not letting it fully blossom yet? What is this debris that needs to be cleared away? Take another breath. When you're ready, gently open your eyes and find a partner within the circle. And each of you share what is your flower and what is the debris that wants to be cleared away. If you have an odd number of people in the circle, do a threesome. One of you would do a threesome. And we'll take a few minutes to do that now. I've been watching the uh, March Madness basketball games this week and you know, players will sometimes make an error, as players do, as we all do. And the question is, do they focus on that error and beat themselves up, or do they just move on to the next play? And so that's very much what you spoke of in the now, and that's very much the flower that we're allowing ourselves. The, the next play is happening right now. So our youth have prepared um, some origami flowers to support you in your unfolding. So they're going to pass that out, and I'm going to invite you to do not open them yet. Just receive the flower. Got that. We have plenty of flowers. Kind of like nature has plenty of flowers. Beautiful. So does everybody have a flower? So I invite you to take a breath. Let yourself again come to that place of stillness. And then mindfully open your flower to see what's inside. And there's a God quality written inside of it. And spend a few moments just sitting quietly with this quality and again asking yourself how to reveal how it supports you in letting your flower blossom. You've talked about the flower that you want to blossom. How does this quality support that flower in blossoming? Pay attention to your own. Don't look at somebody else's. Pay attention to your own. So often we want to see everybody else's flower, but we don't want to notice our own, right? That's one of our ways of avoiding letting our flowers unfold, is we get involved in everybody else's flowers. So 
Take a breath, breathe that God quality in. And then go back and share it with your partner that you had before. Share each, with each other that God quality. That's a great example of what Scott shared earlier about we create a picture of the world. And so you have, we all have at some point in time, picked up what does 76 years old look like, feel like, all that stuff. But it's just a picture we picked up. And we can change the picture. So this whole year so far, we're kind of building a bracelet, kind of like this one that has beads on it or jewels on it. And, and each of them kind of supports us in our year-long theme of moving spirituality into action. And so the first month in January, we looked at our basic core principles of our teaching because you need to know what are my, what are my basic core values? What is it that I'm coming from? Because have you noticed like, like, you know, uh, ocean shared wherever ocean is there? You know, we get distracted sometimes. Have you ever been distracted? Pulled away from your values a little bit or felt something wants to pull you away from your values? And so it's good to know what is it that I really truly believe? And by the way, all these talks are on podcasts. You can go back if you're newer here and you haven't heard them all. You can go back and listen to them. So that first one is, you know, to take a look at the idea that we believe in one infinite presence, one spirit, whatever name you give it. It's beyond all the names anyways. And that our thoughts are creative in interacting with that to create the lives we're living all the time, whether we're directing them consciously or not. And so to be aware of we're in this soup, we're in this process, we are constantly co-creating with an infinite presence that has no agenda for us accepting our freedom, that has nothing, that is nothing but love itself. It doesn't love us, it just is love. You and I are in a soup of love. Isn't that pretty cool? We're in a love stew. <laughs> Last month in February, we remembered our oneness, and, and as we seek our common good, that we are one, that it's not I win, you lose. I don't know why I'm holding this up, because I'm speaking into this, aren't I? <laughs> yeah, we'll state the obvious. I, you know, it doesn't matter. We have to create win-win solutions. We, stop, we have to stop doing win-lose or lose-lose solutions in our interpersonal relationships and in the world. And so to recognize that I am one with everyone and everything and the planet itself, that we are all one. And so to come from that as a place where we, that is a, a place where we stand. And this month then, finally, we're living in our authenticity. We're living in this integrity. Who am I authentically? When, when uh, Alex talked about self-realization or self, yeah, self-reliance, which self? Is it my small ego self that thinks it can do it all by myself? Or is it a larger self I allow to move through me and I rely on that? I lean into that. And so we are, we're here to play with all that. And that's the, the if you will, the, the bracelet, the jewel, the, the whatever that we're creating um, this, this whole year as we move into that. These first three months have been about more inner qualities. Starting next month, we're going to look at diversity. We're going to look at compassion. We're going to look at empowerment. So we're going to start to look at both the dance of the inner and the outer and how we can move that outwards. And so we're going to continue to play with this process of how do I move my spirituality into action? Instead of just hiding in the closet, and I've got a little spirituality thing going here in the closet, how do I move that out into the world and be, somebody already shared, I think Greg already shared, how do I be a spiritual person in the world and be that person? 
And, and it's good to remember this quote that I started with. It's not easy to hold the mental attention to an ideal while human experience is discordant. But it is possible. It is possible. See, as, as Patty sits there and works with her body and the feelings that it, it's not always easy because the body will still probably hurt for a little while. But it is possible. And it's that possibility that we lean towards and we say, okay, I know this is possible because I know people who are 76 years old who are not living in pain and misery and suffering. And if they can do it, I can do it. And so I'm willing to open up to the possibility, even if I have no bloody idea how to make that happen yet. But I'm willing to open to the possibility. Knowing the truth is not a process of self-hypnosis, but one of gradual unfoldment of the inner self. So this week, what I want to invite us to do for our spiritual practice, three things. Number one, take that God quality in your flower and place it where you're going to see it daily. Can you do that? We see it daily to remind it. Take time to meditate on the spiritual quality within daily. This is a practice. This is a discipline. You know, Because if we don't, guess what? We'll be meditating on all the stuff that's happening in our lives daily. And it'll pull us into wherever it goes. So take time to meditate on that spiritual quality within. Let it support you in opening up this flower that wants to open within you, and the flower that you are. And then finally, as any debris shows up, either let it fertilize your flower, because some debris is good fertilizer for the ground, right? Or clear it away and let it go, like Alex was talking about with you know, various stuff. We all have stuff, and if we could just let it go, we'd make room for our own music room, where our own authentic music can shine and can sing through us. So return your attention to the flower that you want to bloom as the debris shows up. You want to do those three practices? Place the flower in the quality where you can see it. Meditate on it every day this week. And then notice as this stuff comes up, just say, you know, that's not the truth of me. I think Scott kind of alluded to me to that. I'm going to focus instead on the flower that wants to be birthed through me. And I'm going to invite you to uh, say this affirmation with me. I'm going to read one line of it and then uh, have you repeat it after me. My thoughts are radiant with the light of spirit. Thoughts are radiant with the light of spirit. This light illumines my path and makes straight the way before me. Makes straight the way before me. This light is the living spirit within me. And so we'll move into prayer. I invite you to just find that place, that centered place within you. And to recognize that there is this living spirit, this one presence, this one light, this one love, this wholeness, that it is the core truth. It is who we are. It is what the universe is. This infinite presence is the one. It's the only thing operating within us. It's the only thing operating in the universe. It is the only game in town. And because that presence is infinite, because it is the only thing, I am, each of us is, one of this presence right now, whether we remember it or forget it. You know, we live in an area that gets clouded over sometimes, but the sun is still shining, even if it seems cloudy to us. And so that sun, that light of of spirit within us is always on within us. That is our true nature. This love, this wholeness, this joy, this, this, thisness is always us. 
It is who we truly are. And so I speak my word that this week we allow that to blossom forth, to sing forth as this spring emerging within our own souls, within our own minds, within our own hearts, within our own bodies, within our own life experience. We allow this flower to bloom. We allow this flower to grow. We say yes. We say yes to our good. We say yes to this light shining within us and out through us. And I am grateful for all the good that we experience, that we share, that we bless the world with, we bless our own lives with. I'm grateful for this good that shows up in, through, and as us, right here, right now. And we simply need to be willing and say yes. And so I release this word into that, what we call the law, the same thing that knows how to bring a flower out of a seed, knows how to move an acorn into an oak tree. That is working within us. And as we are willing, as we say yes to this, it knows how to do this. We don't have to do the heavy lifting. We simply allow it to blossom and bloom. And so I know that this process is already at work within each of us because we have said yes. And so it is done in the mind of spirit. It is being done in our life in our experience and so it is